Welcome to the That's Good Broncos podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. I don't know if you guys need that, but you can pop it in uh, in any of the episodes. Here's the full read. Week two of football is in the books, and now it's time to review the tape and get ready for week three. There is no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. To add to the excitement of week three, DraftKings Sportsbook is bringing back their can't-miss offer. If you haven't tried DraftKings Sportsbook yet, head to the App Store now because you don't want to miss this. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new users the chance to turn $1 into $100 when they bet on any team. That's right, you can place a $1 bet on any team, and if that team wins, you cash a cool Benjamin. How could you pass that up? You can't. Don't worry, if football's not for you, DraftKings is giving all of you MMA fans the same great offer to use for this weekend's UFC 253. DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. So download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to get this can't-miss offer. Pick any team during week three, bet $1 on them, and win $100 if they win. That's $1 to win $100 when you use the promo code DNVR during sign-up. For a limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 or older, Colorado only, eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Well, welcome into the oh, That's Good Broncos podcast. I'm Brandon Perna here with Will Keys. Today's episode is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook app. If you're going to use DraftKings to do some sports betting this weekend, I would not bet on the Broncos signing Colin Kaepernick now or ever. Don't know if there are any odds there. I'm not sure what the the line is on the Broncos game, but if you're feeling optimistic, even though every ounce of logic should tell you they're gonna lose to the Buccaneers, I think they're gonna beat the Buccaneers. That is is, uh, my gut speaking. So make sure you use promo code DNVR uh, when you download the DraftKings app. If you're into messing around with a little bit of sports betting, on this football weekend, hopefully not as many uh, injuries. So I just want teams to walk away healthy, and we'll see if that happens. Today, though, we wanted to talk about – I thought this was interesting. The Broncos signed Blake Bortles uh, to add depth to the backup position. Blake Bortles is not coming in to start to everybody. Uh, and then today, a little bit bigger piece of news, Drew Locke, is not being placed on IR uh, because they think he could be back in as soon as three games. So they're going to just keep him on the active roster. Uh, But I wanted to talk to you today, Will, because every time a backup quarterback transaction happens around the league, Colin Kaepernick's name gets mentioned, especially on places like ESPN they really, really want to get that Colin Kaepernick story out there as much as possible. 
which, all right, I, I get, you know, whatever. Uh, he got blackballed. We all agree he got blackballed. But there was no, there was no chance in hell John Elway was even thinking about Colin Kaepernick. No. So the national media wants to use the Broncos for their political narrative against Colin Kaepernick. Um, Blake Bortles makes a lot more sense for the Broncos right now. But when I thought about quarterback-wise, even not playing for four years, I'm not sure if Blake Bortles is better than Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> um, now, he definitely, I think he definitely wasn't when they were both playing. But I wanted to talk about the reasons, the practical reasons why the Broncos would not sign Kaepernick and maybe get your thoughts on Blake Bortles coming into Denver because it was that was also like this giant story, but it's just because it's Blake Bortles. Like it's a name that's got a lot of uh, sauce with it. Right. Yeah, I mean, no, you're exactly right, and it comes down to the name because everyone recognizes the name Blake Bortles. And, you know, despite like being synonymous with – I don't know, like pretty terrible mechanics, more bad years than good in Jacksonville. A lot of just really ugly interceptions, um, probably holding the team back, even though, you know, he, he played well enough to get them to the AFC championship. And it's not like in the playoffs that they, you know, the rest of the team drug or like they, they didn't drag him there. Uh, he played well enough. To, to actually make it and played decent, at least in the first half against the Patriots. But yeah, I mean, if games that season. Right. If they signed some, like, no-namer, it probably wouldn't have been a story. But Bortles is still better than a lot of the, the no-namers out there. I mean, we can talk about this, too, but I figure that they're going to promote Brett Rippon to the active yeah. squad because he's been there for over a year. You know – like you're trying, obviously you're trying to develop a backup, but developing a backup to the point of um, becoming the number two quarterback shouldn't take more than a year, I think. It feels yeah, like that's, a what's necessary weird, project. What's weird with Brett Rippon is they paid extra money to secure him. Yeah. And then they cut him, brought him back on the practice squad, and then they basically did that same thing this offseason – so he's either not impressing the right people there or he really does just need some more work. Like, I don't know if you're going to. He does. Yeah, I mean, that's fair because, you know, when I think about it, didn't have, <clears throat> didn't have a preseason really to get any snaps whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, where I think last year he was at least getting some at the end of games. Um, and uh, to be honest, I don't really remember how he looked or if I really ever watched him play. Yeah, I know he played he, in that Hall of Fame game. I don't think he looked like anything. <laughs> yeah, the I think he was just like, you know, pretty he was much no, there. He was no Kyle Sloter, also out there available. Yeah, he wasn't, he wasn't uh, the Sloter house. house. Yeah, I mean, that one's – Sloter's always going to um, – it's always going to be on the tip of people's tongues because of that – 2017 preseason yeah and um i don't know i mean he got passed up for a bigger name too brock osweiler um you know when it comes down to it like when you're trying to sell hope to who do you want like 
some guy like Garrett Grayson or Blake Bortles. You know, Bortles might be really, really bad. It's very possible, but yeah, you go into like being able to like talk yourself into something, being like, well, this guy, you know, this guy almost made it to the Super Bowl. This he guy can happens for he could make something uh, good happen for a few games at least. This guy Blake Bortles could sell fifty seven hundred tickets at the the home games. Hey, you could sell some jerseys. <laughs> you might be able to sell some Bronco. Hey, I would take a Broncos Bortles jersey. That would be a a nice jersey to. I don't collect jerseys. I, some, sometimes people are like, "What jersey are you wearing this Sunday?" I don't wear. <laughs> I don't wear jerseys. Uh, I like that people assume I do. Uh, I'm trying to think if there would be another obscure Broncos like a Jerry Rice Broncos jersey, a Blake Bortles Broncos jersey. Yeah, Christian Ponder. Oh, was he a Bronco? Yeah. <laughs> he's a he's Bronco in twenty fifteen. I don't even remember that shit. Yeah, um, no, that was like I think he was the backup in that game, the Patriots game, the Sunday night Patriots game. I'm pretty oh, sure. Interesting. Yeah. Behind Brocky Osweiley. Yeah, I mean we're one like he was one ankle injury away from Christian Ponder stepping in. Yeah. And that, yeah, that, you know, that would have changed the course of history, really. Definitely. I don't think uh, I don't think Christian Ponder leads that comeback. No, that game was pivotal in propelling the Broncos to the Super Bowl. You think that's like maybe your favorite regular season game? Mm. It might be mine. I was there, so it's definitely that's- like True. It's got like a big – it takes up a big portion of what few memories my brain can retain. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. I was at the – let's see. I was at the 2007 Week 2 Raiders game that went to overtime, and they did the fake timeout. That's where the, game, that's where the fake timeout was – or not the oh, fake shit. timeout. I was the there last too. The timeout was invented. I was at that game. Yeah, when uh, Shanahan iced the kick. We've probably talked about this before. Yeah, I'm sure. Like Janikowski kicks the game winner. Shanahan yep. used the timeout. Made him do it again. He misses. Uh, was I was like the only person in my section who realized what happened, too. I so- did, too. Yeah. I, as a mere 11-year-old, I was like, whoa, I, I think they blew the whistle. Like, don't get up yet. Yeah. I knew something happened. And then everyone was, was like, oh, and then I started walking out. I was screaming, something happened. It doesn't count. <laughs> I was like 22 probably at the time. Back down. Um, yeah. Where, where were you sitting? Maybe next to each other. I don't know. Awesome. It was They were good seats. I was on the first level somewhere. Okay. I was in the south stands. Uh, where I've sat every single time in that stadium. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. Okay. I mean, I'll miss, I'll miss the days of going – like sitting in the seventh row in the Coliseum for like $25. Yeah, you can't do that anymore. Okay, nope. <clears throat> Bortles, Kaepernick, a not uh, not stoking the fire of your political beliefs type conversation. Yeah. Just If you're thinking about this from a football perspective – and it's actually interesting in my eyes to, con- to, to put Kaepernick next to Bortles because I think Bortles is that bad of a quarterback. And I think Kaepernick not playing for four years is that big of an obstacle to overcome for the position that it would make me 
go back and forth on who I'd want to sign if there was if there was no controversy yeah. around Kaepernick. But if you're John Elway, let me tell you why he didn't sign him. Number one reason is money. Uh, have have you paid attention to what the Broncos are doing? It is not spending money right now. Whether that's Elway or the trust who controls the team, they wouldn't pay Clay Matthews. They wouldn't pay Cameron Wake, two guys they both reached out to uh, when Von Miller went down, and they couldn't agree to terms, which means the Broncos didn't want to fucking pay him what those guys thought they were worth. Um, so they're not going to overspend on a position, especially when it's a backup position to the guy you paid to be the backup quarterback this year. And from what I think the impression is Kaepernick's not playing for the vet minimum like no. like Bortles is willing to do. So you get a guy who started a ton of games. If he has to go in for Jeff Driscoll, you feel decent about that with Blake Bortles. He's played football more recently than Colin Kaepernick. And quarterbacks, like you can't just – quarterbacks need reps. So, yes, Colin Kaepernick can stay in football shape, but he's not taking – He's not practicing. He's not reading defenses. He's he, he's not even a good fit in Pat Shermer's offense. Like, what? Like, has Shermer worked with a quarterback even close to what Kaepernick's strengths are? I I don't think so. Mm. so those are all. Hey, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Um, so yeah, not playing since 2016. Maybe being a wrong fit for the offense probably uh, not where the money needs to be all good reasons for Elway not to sign him. Um, also John Elway holds grudges. <laughs> oh, we know that. Yeah. I mean, that's the most, uh, you know, obvious thing about that is that, you know, Colin Kaepernick had the chance to join the Broncos back in 2016, which indicates that, that, yeah, which indicates that Kaepernick, is like what LA wants out of a quarterback or, you know, he likes what he sees in terms of athleticism uh, and I guess a few other things, but man, no, it's never going to happen. Like primarily for that reason, I think Elway has like his pretty clear political beliefs um, away from football, but I think he's, like too savvy of a businessman to let it shade what he does as a general manager. And I think he's, he's generally like pretty agnostic uh, as far as the politics of football. Yeah. I think I'll, I'd agree with that. Um, I think it, he's more competitive than he is loyal to some sort of ideology. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, I think, definitely. Um, I think it's, it's like this for LA competitive what's the money and then maybe he would let some sort of weird x factor you know determine his decision yeah. for a player it feels like we're describing um daniel plainview from there will be blood <laughs> Boy. <laughs> competitive first. yeah oh my god competition first he's got a competition in him yeah and then yeah someone shows up uh to his office, like claiming to be his brother, and like within the next twenty four hours, he's dead. Yes. <laughs> I, yeah, just I'm, I don't want I don't want to know who turns into uh, 
who becomes Paul Dano in that situation. <laughs> Keep the bowling pins away from him. Yeah, dude, that movie's so good. I know. Uh, it's a good watch. A lot of a lot of people can't watch it because it's long. Oh, it's Ugh. long. Fucking Whoa. nerds. It is a brilliant Grow up. filmmaking. Yeah. Um, and here's but here's the biggest reason, okay? And this is like I felt like this was lo- the lost message, at least on football Twitter. Drew Locke's coming back. Yeah. You <laughs> That's don't the craziest shit. It's like it's gonna be two or three weeks. It's three, maybe two to three good side, four or five bad side. Uh, he's coming he's gonna back. He's going to get at least half a season, you know. This isn't – exactly. That's a great point. You, you – let's say you did take – you brought in Kaepernick and he played really well. You, or just okay. Or okay. You don't really want there to be any sort of controversy about going back to Drew Locke as your quarterback because – we believe he's the quarterback moving forward. I think a lot of people just forgot that yesterday. Like, okay, let's yeah. tank for Trevor Lawrence. Like, Drew, Drew Locke's going to be back. I don't think the Broncos are going to be good this season. I think they might end up with a high draft pick. But um, and it's, They're not going to be bad enough to get Trevor Lawrence. That's no. just, like, pretty Nobody ridiculous. Is. They almost, like, the, you know, they almost beat the Steelers on the road last week. Although, yeah. Yeah, I should probably stop sitting on the road. Uh, they almost beat you know, the, the AFC finalist Titans who look like, you know, good enough to go back and then um, had a really good chance to beat the Steelers with their, you know, B team out there. So no, they're going to win. Uh, they're going to win a few games. Yeah. I believe they will definitely win a few games. You think they're going to win, you know, you think they're going to win this Sunday. I think there's a chance they can win Sunday. I do too. Like, I think it'll be close. <laughs> I don't think they will win, but I think they have a good chance to win. It, feel, it feels like another just heartbreaking uh, one-score loss. Yeah, I, I think – so Tom Brady is – what he's like 7-6 and six or 8-7 and seven against the Broncos. It's a one-game difference. No, it's, it's the other way around. He's, yeah, I mean uh, – He's a losing record. It's, yeah, he's 7-8 and eight or 6-7, yeah. and seven, right? He has a losing record. Yeah. I just think he is destined destined to not have a losing record against the Broncos because everything always works out for him. That's what makes that's what makes me think the Buccaneers will win this game. Not that the, all of the Broncos are hurt. Will no, I mean that's it feels like I am. I don't know. Like the loss of Cortland Sutton is massive, obviously, but at the same time. You know, not to be like a fucking annoying optimist, but you get to see KJ Hamler, who played really well on Sunday. Then you get to see more of Jerry Judy, who obviously I think is going to be a stud. It's already yeah. like on the way to being there. I and then you're like, saw- okay, well, Tim Patrick's pretty good. Deshaun Hamilton's a, a really nice fourth option. And then, you know, it's like it's the Noah Fan show. Like, Noah Fan looks like he's the number one. Uh, receiver on that offense yeah no fan is like the guy who can pick up what uh Cortland Sutton would do yeah um I still don't know like where they're at with Albert O uh I I would say you don't need Nick Vanette on the field ever at all uh give me yeah I mean I feel like he's like specifically a blocking guy 
Yeah, well, then why do you throw to him when he's falling on his ass? Hmm? That's fair. That's fair. That's, <laughs> That's a good I, question. I should have no hard feelings towards Nick Vanette. I've just chosen to use him as a, a, a scapegoat. Yeah. Uh, I think he's yeah. done. just pick like one random bystander in a bad season and, and pin everything on yeah. him. Uh, sorry, Nick. My apologies. Yeah. You know the what? 20, we, we're so bad in 2017 because of uh, Zaire Anderson. Ooh, Zaire Anderson. <laughs> yeah. He was the reason uh, we didn't go 12 and 4 that year. Great callback. You know what else is. A great callback. At the beginning of this episode, I mentioned it is sponsored by DraftKings. And it is still (laughs) sponsored by DraftKings, even in the middle part of this episode. Um, Right now at the DraftKings Sportsbook, all new users have the chance to turn $1 into $100. So you can bet on any team, any game with $1. And if that team wins, they pay out a hundred dollars does that sound like a good deal to you will i'm gonna have to break out my calculator and i'll tell you later Ooh, while while will checks the math on that uh you can bet on other sports at DraftKings. obviously right now ufc 253 this weekend for any of you mma fans you can place your bet at DraftKings. and DraftKings is a safe Reliable. We'll check the math. It is a hundred. I divided a hundred uh, by one, and it turns out it's a hundred times bigger. Wow. Yeah. How? I could not have seen that math coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, and note, he uses the same iPhone calculator as I do. Uh, what was I saying? DraftKings is safe, reliable, secure, so it's easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. So download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR when you sign up to get this offer. Pick any team during week three, bet $1 on them to win, and sorry, bet $1 on them and win $100 if they win. That's one to $100. The math checks out with Will when you use promo code DNVR during sign up. For a limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, must be 21 or older, Colorado only, eligibility restrictions apply. Uh, so see DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Boom. That's how, you, that's how you do it. Not one, but two excellent DraftKings reads. They call me Mr. King of Reads that are the – Drafts. You know who wasn't the king of reads last time he played? Colin Kaepernick. Had a tough time reading the field. Uh, He was in a bad Chip Kelly offense. Let's let's be Mm -hmm. fair. That was a like historically bad 49ers team, Um, and he was going back and forth with Blaine Gabbert that year. Yep. Who, by the way, uh, is the backup in Tampa Bay still. that wouldn't that be great if we got a uh, Jeff Driscoll, Blaine Gabbert showdown show. on Sunday? Yeah, I wouldn't well, mind Brady's that. Every day hurt, so I'm not gonna say what that. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna say what that yeah. means, but I would. Brady gets that. benched due to bad performance. Ooh. Oh, that would be my dream come true. Or maybe he gets um, <laughs> an injection of uh, oh, I don't fucking know, whatever into his lungs, some oh. kind of TB12 substance that Probably he did himself. Cordial. 
going into yeah. your broken ribs and the doctor just punctures your fucking lungs because they couldn't cut it to be a Los Angeles doctor. God. That's yeah, like... Tyrod Taylor shit is crazy. I know. And that's why, like, as good as Justin Herbert played on Sunday, it makes sense that Anthony Lynn would say, like, uh, you know, Tyrod's still going to start for us next Sunday. Because to, like, lose your job after <laughs> getting stabbed in the lungs by the team doctor, that's uh, that's pretty tough. I feel like he deserves at least one more start. Then we'll move on to Justin Herbert. Yeah, I, I mean, I respect Anthony Lynn's respect for his guys. I do too. But after seeing Herbert handle it, if I were the coach, I would have just been like, yeah, we're going with Herbert, Tyrod. Sorry. <laughs> Or you have to find a new way to injure Tyrod like 10 seconds before every kickoff. Yeah. So Herbert just Tyrod, Herbert never has to worry about like becoming the starter a week in advance and you keep the team, the other team off guard. Yeah. He's been, he's been ruled out as the starter. Uh, doctors yeah. advised him to not play with a hole in his lungs. Uh, is, and I would have to imagine he's yeah. more at risk for a lung-based virus that's going around right now. So, yeah, just stay at home. He was already trying to play with crack. Maybe you're right. Like, that's, uh, that, that's what's really shitty, is you're trying to use some, some uh, medical magic so you can play through having cracked ribs, which uh, r- broken ribs, cracked ribs, incredibly painful injuries to deal with. Knowing you're going to go out there and probably get hit, get hit. more, yeah, uh, that's got to admire Tyrod Taylor. Uh, yeah, I mean the way because there's like a clip of him walking off the field on Sunday, and he looked like he was like fine, but knowing now that he had his uh, lungs punctured with a needle and still kind of walking off uh, very calmly is like one of the toughest things I've I've ever seen. Yeah, it's uh, he's a man's man, and he has just had uh, he's had Josh Rosen type fortune throughout his NFL career. He's gotten more chances really than has. Rosen, but uh, and he's like he's just an he's, average yeah, quarterback. Better too. Yeah, yeah. Tyrod. Yeah, I mean, is, that's the best way to um, ensure that your rookie quarterback has a has a really strong like thirteen game season. Yeah, and if you think about it, Anthony Lynn, okay, say Herbert comes out this week and bombs. Uh, he's yeah. already set himself up to be able to sort of go back to Tyrod without it looking like he, yeah, he's pulling he, Herbert. Right, so that's actually probably pretty smart on Anthony Lynn's part. Yeah, I mean, he could be, he could be like, you know, Herbert's just filling in while uh, we, you know, put some duct tape on Tyrod's lungs or whatever they do um to fix that maybe some it's, flex seal yeah they have you drink whatever you shoot into like your bike tires <laughs> yeah. to fill the hole patches yeah. that green slime uh-huh yeah once that um once that starts working then Tyrod gets back in the lineup until he like plays really bad <laughs> which she's yeah. never gonna do like he's never gonna throw like four interceptions no like your team will always have a chance in close games or they'll lose some close games i guess yeah, because he's not going to throw for, like, 350 and four touchdowns. No, probably not. I mean, Herbert might not either, but um, – Tyrod's luckiest – his luckiest NFL moment 
is when uh, Von Miller got flagged for yeah. taking his handshake and the Bills went on to win that game. <laughs> yeah, and they, and they went on to make the playoffs too. And they probably don't make the playoffs without that. And who do they lose well, they to in the playoffs? The Blake, Blake Bortles. Bortles baby. <laughs> We're going to actually discuss this eventually. And that um, was maybe one of the most boring playoff games I've ever seen. That was play. rough. I was like, neither one of these teams deserve to be in the playoffs. And then the Jags handle the Steelers, and then they almost beat the Patriots. Uh, but the Patriots went on to lose to the Eagles. Would you rather see the Jags bounce the Patriots there or keep the, the Patriots losing to the Eagles in the Super Bowl? I mean, it depends what kind of game we get in Super Bowl 52, but just the, the novelty of seeing – Blake Bortles versus Nick Foles in the Super Bowl. And really just seeing the Jaguars in the Super Bowl yeah. is, I don't know. I want to see that. And that that's actually really interesting because uh, Jacksonville's defense was so good that year oh, that I think they probably would have matched up well against the Eagles. It would have been a, it would have been a lower scoring game. I'm not saying <laughs> the scoring. Jags win, but. Much lower um, scoring game. I think. I think I do want to see that because that game like gets brought up as like a credit to Tom Brady now because he threw for 500 yards. Um, Big deal. He lost. Yeah. Still one of the most exciting Super Bowls I've seen. It so was a great Super Bowl for sure. I guess I'll keep it. And great to see the Patriots lose as always. So Yeah. I uh, had some faith restored back into humanity that day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then taken all away the next year with the most boring Super Bowl that I don't think anyone remembers already, Rams-Patriots. Oh, was that just the following season? That was the next season, yeah. Oh. Do you remember anything about that? Uh, I remember Jared Goff missing. Uh, yeah, Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks. Yeah, that was uh, – Remember that? That was rough. I remember really hoping C.J. Anderson was going to be the difference maker in that game because he kind of carried the Rams through the playoffs. It was a really cool story to watch. He retired, too, just like two weeks ago or some shit. Mm -hmm. He hasn't played for a while. <laughs> Didn't know he wasn't retired, but he's officially retired. Uh, and I, I've been trying to get Aqib Tlaib on our podcast. I, <laughs> I shot him a message. I shot their new podcast Twitter account. His co-host followed me. I want to okay. do it this week because Tlaib played for the Bucks. He played yeah. with Brady. And, of course, he was, you know, with the Broncos. Like, I can't imagine the great Broncos, yeah. a better guy to actually talk about the game this week than Tlaib. I don't know if they'll do it, uh, <laughs> but fingers crossed, Will. Be ready in case that happens tomorrow. Fingers Would you wear a chain onto the show? No. Knowing he could probably find a way to snatch it. It would be such like a reach through the computer. I could do it. I could do that effect to make it look cool. <laughs> I, was, I, I would just say, Tlaib, make sure you have a chain and you pull it away. And then I would be able to like make mine disappear. So it looked like he got it through the screen. Oh, that would be a great idea. Uh, I thought it'd be cool if I were able to interview like football players and ask them like all of the questions they don't want to be asked and they get really just sort of 
almost like between two ferns, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, let them be in on the joke so it's not obviously weird for them, and then they could turn it, flip it around on me. But I'm not saying Talib would do that. Yeah. But today I thought I could ask him, him some really good questions for an awkward interview. Uh, I we could get it. Jim Everett on the show and just repeat the Jim Rome interview verbatim. Oh, we're <laughs> just call him Chris the whole time. Yeah. Is that where he tried to tackle him or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or did tackle him? Yeah. I forget was, what happened. That was pretty great too. That's yeah. I mean the webcam, the the zoom barrier just gives you so much uh false courage. Oh yeah. That you can really ask anything. That's true. Um, before we leave, uh, how'd you feel about those nuggets last night? You know what? I'm Were you watching. I did. I did watch and it feels like something went right for them. Finally, the Lakers missed a lot of open threes. So I'm worried that that's going to even out in the next game. Um, but I like their chances. They're just so... They they play better backed up. They do. It's crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's almost a good thing to happen to go down 2-0. What I it's noticed... A lead. I want you to tell me if this is a, uh, like a, a decent basketball take as, or okay. observation. As someone who doesn't... Like, I don't feel like I know enough about basketball to really feel comfortable talking about it in, in videos and shit. Okay. Jokic solid pretty much all the time. When Jamal Murray is playing well, the nuggets are incredibly hard to beat, Yep. but it's when they get production from one other guy other than those two. So like Jeremy Grant last night was really good for the nuggets. And if yeah, they, like Monte Morris or someone like that, right. When they get that, the production from that third guy is when they're able to win like all of these tough games. Is that sort of like a, a fair assessment? Like you can always rely on, you know, Jokic and Murray. And then when Murray sort of is playing at that elevated level, they're really good, but they still need that third guy to, you know, sink some of those threes or, or wh- wherever it is they're shooting from. Yeah. Yeah. Like I mean, a, I think that's, a better way to sort of paint that picture. <laughs> no, I think, I think that's a, a perfectly viable basketball take. I think you could throw in too, like uh, you need Jokic to attack first and then facilitate second. Right. Not play passively, not, not play for the assist, but play for the bucket. Yeah. And you like, she did last night. He did. He had to play aggressively. That fourth quarter was ridiculously bad Nuggets basketball. The the amount of turnovers was really hard to watch. Um, But another thought I've had is Mm -hmm. if the Nuggets had prime mellow on this team, a guy who his, his best attribute was just driving to the rim. Like, I feel like that's kind of what this team misses maybe that's like the style of basketball is you're feeding the ball around to get perimeter shots open but it seems like unless it's murray 
uh, they don't have a guy who's consistently just going to drive it in one to get more foul shots, but two, like, I don't know. It's, it seems yeah. like when they're losing games, it's because they're, they're trying to take all these perimeter shots that aren't falling and they don't have a way to. Yeah. I mean, that should be Paul Millsap, but he's had a really, really bad uh, postseason run here. Gotcha. And that's like kind of the, the crazy thing because if he just started playing well randomly, they'd be real, real tough to beat. Interesting. How old is Millsap? He's pretty old. He's been around for a while. He was on Utah back in like the mid to late 2000s. Season. He's an older player. 35. He's yeah. my age. Might just be getting a little long in the tooth. All right, that's all my best. Basketball best. years, not in, not in uh, quarterback you know, years, video years, video yeah. production years. Um, do you think Michael Porter Jr. can turn into that that guy for them, that extra scoring piece? Oh yeah, absolutely. He might be that now, um, but he's just a little inconsistent. Yeah, I mean he's yeah he's really young. But yeah, he's he's definitely um, he's the third option for sure in terms of usage. Is there a after this season? Is there like a trade piece? The Nuggets. Is there a guy they could acquire? That's a good question. Um, yeah, his name is Giannis. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yeah, I mean that's that's a that's a tough one. Okay. Don't want, not sure I want um, Giannis to go anywhere because if he's going anywhere, it's probably to the Warriors. Ooh. That yeah. would sting. That would, that would sting. be rough. There's another, uh, there's another three titles on the way. Yeah. I don't hate the wor- Warriors like most people, uh, but I don't want to see that <laughs> either. Yeah. I mean, just for the sake of variety. Yeah. What if LeBron came to the Nuggets now? Uh, do you really want him at this point? Like you're about to beat him. I don't without know. LeBron on your team, so. Okay. You I know. don't even want LeBron. That's how confident I am. Washed up. You don't need him. All right. Thanks it's for an listening. Anthony Davis team. What? It's an Anthony Davis team. Ooh, Anthony Davis. Not a LeBron team. LeBron's got a big. Con- Are basketball contracts easy to get out of? Are they different than NFL contracts? Oh, no, they're really easy to get out of because players just bully um, and players and their agents just bully teams. <laughs> Anthony Davis got out of his contract um, by just, like, sitting out. And they traded him. So. Worked out, though. They out Charlotte got a... Uh, was it Charlotte? Was um, no, no New Orleans. Pelicans. Pelicans, yeah. Yeah, they got Brandon Ingram, so... In Lonzo Ball. Yeah. But who'd they draft? Lonzo Ball. No, they got the draft pick. Zion, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. There we go. Okay. And that will do it for That's Good Basketball, starring Will Keyes and his sidekick, Brandon. (laughs) Uh, Come back again later. Good night. For some hardcore. (laughs) Week two of football is in the books, and now it's time to review the tape and get ready for week three. There is no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. 
To add to the excitement of week three, DraftKings Sportsbook is bringing back their can't-miss offer. If you haven't tried DraftKings Sportsbook yet, head to the App Store now because you don't want to miss this. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new users the chance to turn $1 into $100 when they bet on any team. That's right, you can place a $1 bet on any team, and if that team wins, you cash a cool Benjamin. How could you pass that up? You can't. Don't worry, if football's not for you, DraftKings is giving all of you MMA fans the same great offer to use for this weekend's UFC 253. DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. So download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to get this can't-miss offer. Pick any team during week three, bet $1 on them, and win $100 if they win. That's $1 to win $100 when you use the promo code DNVR during sign-up. For a limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 or older, Colorado only, eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.